welcome to the Psychic Matters podcast. I am excited to be in Bedfordshire this evening with a very good friend of mine, Leslie Malone, who is a professional psychic medium. And uh, Leslie runs a development circle for a whole bunch of ladies and gentlemen who are wanting to improve their psychic and mediumship skills. So I'm here to ask Leslie all about development circles, what they are, and how people actually develop these gifts. So, Leslie, welcome to the show. Hi, Anne. Thank you. So, tell me a little bit about you, first of all. Should we start with you and how you started your own personal development? We can do. Um, I had a pretty normal upbringing, I think. Um, I don't... You know, some people say, oh, I, I was different from a child, and I don't know that I was... Because, A, how do you know that you think or see things differently to someone else? You don't. So what you see doesn't necessarily mean someone else sees it that way. So quite a normal upbringing. I was always fascinated with um, uh, the spiritual side of things, the psychic side. And uh, I used to answer questions that I don't know how I answered because I had no knowledge of anything. And... um, continued on until um, I started seeing things moving, hearing voices and it really scared me and I didn't know any mediums at that time so I didn't have anyone that I could run to and say this is happening, you know, I thought I was going to die actually. (laughs) And how old were you at the time? Um, In my 30s I think, yeah, maybe even, yeah, maybe even forty. When you say things were moving and you were seeing things, can you explain a little bit more yeah. what those were? I would. Um, I had a salon and um, I used to get in early a lot, and that's when I would. I had a um, swing beads, and they would swing by themselves, and you'd get footsteps, and there was nobody else in there, and and then someone would speak. And there was nobody there and I was the only one in there. And then I'd get flashes of movement in the corner of my eye and and things like that. And um, uh, we had a lady that used to come in and she was a healer and she said she ran a circle. And would I like to go? And I thought maybe I would. But then I changed my mind. And um, in my town there was a um, a little center i suppose and um they had a sign up saying um are you psychic and they were doing a day and um so i went wow thinking that they'd say to me get out your rubbish (laughs) and uh, i just stayed and did everything and stayed there for about three or four years did lots of courses circle everything um And then went off, started to do things, started to share what I'd learnt. And um, then I went to Tony, Tony Stockwell. And um, I always go back to Tony because he's amazing. And and taught me, it's very hard because you you have to learn. It's, It's like learning a different language. So, and it's not easy. And I think you have to commit really to it quite a bit to, you know, if you want to be good, you've got to put it in and work hard. And uh, I have. I've worked very hard, but I've loved every minute of it. Is this something that you that 
you've inherited from your family members? Is this something that's been passed down? Or is this something that you've developed on your own? Actually, um, my nan used to read tea leaves, but I didn't know that. Um, my, I have been told by um, some very good mediums that it does run through. I think all of my family could do it if they wanted to, but they don't. Um, and some of them are scared of it, so they sort of shy away from it. But um, I'm the only one that's actually done something with it. Now, a lot of my other family have seen spirit people, heard spirit people, but they they don't want to um, do too much with it. I know everybody is born with a psychic ability, and I think everybody, if they put the work in, can um, develop their psychic, which is their gut instinct. Um, they can all do that. I don't believe everybody can... Um, do the mediumship I really don't because I have done a lot of teaching and and a lot of people you can but not everyone some just never um, but I, I actually think if they're not that drawn to it they're the ones that um oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> they're the ones that um are never gonna sort of get there really but they're really not that interested in it you know um yeah but everyone with a psychic not everyone with a mediumship I don't think anyway do you think if somebody with mediumship is keen enough that they can learn it? I know some people are not that open to the idea of it, but do you think if you're open enough and you're keen enough to learn how to be a medium, do you think people can learn? Uh, I just don't think everyone's going to um, put that in to do it. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I have met people that I thought, would really struggle and they actually have done okay and I've met people that just no matter how much they try um I don't know I I, I don't know I can only go by what I um what I've gathered so far to people and some people I, I've I've had to say stick to the psychic because as as we know all mediums are psychic but not all psychics are mediums so personally I don't think it's there for everyone to be able to do. But the psychic is. Interesting. That's just so um, tell me a little bit then, Leslie, about the development circle, which will be starting soon. Um, we're waiting for your ladies and gentlemen to come round to your house. So tell us a little bit about this. Why did you set it up? When did you set it up? And what is it for? How do people develop here with you? Um, my people... Um my circle is great. I love my circle. I've got some really lovely people in my circle um, and they have a lot of fun while they learn as well. So it's not um, all serious and doom and gloom and, and they do have a laugh with it. But um, I I have this thing of, um, can I say what I want? Yeah, you can say what right. you want. I have this thing about there are a lot of mediums out there that will... Um, pick up a spirit and, and then start to give the information of the spirit but then they sort of drop it and then they give somebody a psychic reading in the name of the spirit that they've pulled and that annoys me because it's like putting words in spirit's mouth you see I like to give the evidence of the spirit I mean I can impart psychic wisdom to them but I'll tell them it's coming from me not their loved one because 
as we know, Annie, the loved ones won't tell you what to do in your life. They won't, uh, they can't interfere in your life. So, uh, and I think a lot of people don't understand. And uh, there's a lot of um, mediums out there that don't actually know they're getting it psychically. They haven't been taught the difference. They haven't been taught to recognise that difference between am I picking this up from the living or am I picking this up from the past? You know? Sure. So maybe clarify for the listeners, Leslie, if you would, the mm. exact difference as you see it between psychic and mediumship. Okay. So the psychic is reading the living. So if I gave a psychic reading to you, Annie, I would be dipping into your energy and reading about you and your life. With the mediumship, I would be putting my energy up rather than across to you, going up and basically reading the energy of the spirit person. So it's sort of the same thing, but instead of going across into the living, you're going up to the to the spirit. So it's, you know, and they always say, if you can't read the living, you're not going to read the dead. So, um, yeah, but uh, there's a lot of people that don't know, can't feel the difference. And, um, and, and there's also a lot of people that go for these um, mediumship readings or, or go and watch a medium thinking that, you know, oh, my Uncle Arthur is going to tell me what I can do or my mum's going to tell me what I should do and sort my life out. And that's not so, you know. They come to to let you know that they are still there and there is life after this life. And that's the reason they come and to send love. But it's not to sort your life out. <laughs> and and a lot of people do think it is and it's it's wrong. So I'm on a mission to put out <laughs> wonderful psychic mediums that know the difference can do the difference and not put words into spirit's mouth that they don't can you imagine if you if, if you was a spirit person and you want to let your loved one know you're okay and you're still there and then they say oh annie says you're getting a new car annie says you should do this and you should do that and you're like hang on a minute <laughs> <laughs> i never said that do you see yeah. so that's my thing that's my get it right I love it, Leslie. I love it. That's so good. So people get a very, very good understanding of what's what in your circle. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, because I'm um, just for those people at home that are listening, I don't really understand the term development circle. So do you sit in a circle? How, what does the circle bit mean? We don't sit in a circle. We normally sit around a table um, or we wander off. But the circle, the idea of a circle is... No one is above you. No one is below you. So we all develop at different rates. I tell my circle, never compare yourself to anybody else. We all have dif different strengths. We all have a different way of working. And whichever way you work is fine. As long as you don't upset anybody or hurt anybody or frighten anybody. Um, however you you get what you get is is good. So basically, I will say, try this, try that. I sort of open the door for them, but they walk through it themselves, you know, so they learn their own um, connection themselves. I just give them the ideas to try this and try that and show them how to do it. So could you give us an example of the sort of things that they might learn at your your development circle? Yeah, they will learn um, to to do some tarot reading, to do um, a psychic reading with people, I will teach them psychometry. I teach them um, how to do a mediumship link, how to, oh, it depends what level they're on as to where they want to go, how to deal with two, three, maybe at once with the, 
spirit world because that's what they do um how to how to tell when people are lying to them in the psychic how to oh, just just how to dip into people and um and it's strange it's like if you do a bit of psychometry and say somebody gives you a ring that it's their ring and they've been wearing it for quite a while but the actual ring belonged to somebody else you can dip into the other person's energy as well from that ring so you might skip that person and go to the next person or get a bit of both so it's all very interesting and it is good fun and so with a psychometry just to be clear it's psychometry if you'd like to explain what psychometry is no it's good Uh, psychometry will either be an object belonging to somebody or a photograph and we can um look into that and, and and it's all about what we feel what we see in our third eye and what we know really so yeah and you were saying so you can pick up the energy from a ring say for instance yeah. of the say it was your grandmother's ring and you've been wearing it so you can pick up information about the grandmother and then you can also pick up information about the person that's been wearing the ring because there's two layers of energy upon yes. that object is that yes. what you're saying yeah I also teach them how to um, cleanse, ground and protect, which is protecting their self from energy from the living because of all the negative um, stuff that you can pick up from somebody else. You see, and if you've had a bad day at the office and you come home and you've got all that negative hanging around you, you'll bring it into your house, it seeps into your walls. So you want to cleanse your house, you want to cleanse you down and get rid of it and all of that. So that's an interesting point, actually, because a lot of people sort of get very nervous about the sort of work that we both do because they're worried about this level of having to protect themselves from some um, thing. So can you explain how you see, do you see things in terms of good or evil or dark entities or how do you, how do you, I mean, you've explained it pretty well there that we are just protecting ourselves from the living and the energy of the living that's what i truly believe i don't personally don't believe that there is anything evil to to protect ourselves from but i'm interested in where you come from on that i don't protect myself from the spirit world because i don't believe in the um i mean we go up we go up into the light um and i've got guides i've got big guides i don't believe in um protecting myself from any spirit person because i've never met a bad one Uh, And I do think if you sometimes feel that one is a bit iffy, it's not that they're a bad spirit. It's the fact that they maybe were a miserable person in their life or um, they still have um, some issues, um, you know, but it's not that they're a bad person. Um, As for the living, it's um, and it's not like anyone does it on purpose. But, you know, when you're this, if you have if you're a little bit empathic or things like that, you will soak it off from people it's like they will soak off your positive and you end up like a sponge taking on their negative and that can have some really horrible effects and I've had some really horrible effects from psychic and it wasn't aimed at me it was just something I picked up and it took me quite a while to get rid of but it's actually just it was somebody else's issues somebody else's baggage and and I felt it and um that's not nice and it's it's so to protect yourself from that is um really good you know if you're a little bit that way that you can feel energy 
then you can and it can manifest in 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 ways of making you feel even quite ill you know um so you know a little bit of protection every day before you go out from the living world is great but i never do it to the spirit world yeah that's lovely that's so nice and so your your development circle that you're running here in your home leslie is it do you think that development circles run the same way across the country or do you think each development circle is very different i think each is very different and i'm very different from a lot of them because like i said i'm pretty easy i'm not i'm not that strict i don't tell them they must do this they must have these rituals and and they must do like i don't know umpteen things before they can connect with anyone i think there's so many serious um circles that make it so difficult and hard for people to understand and you don't have to you know and if you are dealing with the spirit world hey they like a bit of fun just as like as we do so if you have a laugh and you have a bit of fun it it draws them it's and it makes it much easier than um being really serious and i think a lot of people are you know it's their own sort of um thing with oh you i must do this and i must do that and and it's not so so you know fantastic um so in terms of how you've seen people in your group develop and things you know high points or things that you feel as a teacher that you've um, helped that person reach the next level can you highlight any particular things that you're kind of proud of in your students yeah i mean we we once had a girl that was um such an empath that as soon as she we tried to teach her to connect to a spirit she would shake and cry because it was overwhelming and and it was like oh god how are we gonna get her to to do this uh but after a while we we worked with her and she she learned to pull the spirit forward and when it became too much she pushed them back and then pulled them forward and pushed them back until she got like a um until she could cope with it do you see um and people are very different some are more visual some are more feelers um you just have to work with each person individually as to their to their strengths and they think i'm mean because if they have a weakness i'll make them do it and do it and do it um but you know it's the only way you you get through things but i i do also find um am i right to keep talking yeah keep talking it's Um, lovely to hear especially with teaching somebody um the mediumship when you first teach them it's like the spirit world throws it at them and they and it is it's like oh that that was easy that was um, i'm good at this and then they start to make it harder because they start to make you work for it because if you don't work for it you stand still and then they seem to think, oh, no, I've got a block. And then they lose their confidence. And you have to encourage people to keep going through it and and um, push through it. Because normally they sort of lose their confidence and find things difficult just before they step up a bit more and, and it all becomes easier. So it's important to, you know, I've seen so many people think, oh, I'm going to pack it in because it, it's become so hard and I can't do it and I don't feel I'm getting anywhere and I'm struggling and and they sort of shrink back from it and that's the very time you have to keep pushing you know and do a bit more because mm. it'll push you through that barrier i actually remember you doing that to me leslie Did I? <laughs> <laughs> 
years ago when I had read tarot, because I've read tarot since I was 17, so that's quite a few years, but I only ever really read for friends and family and many, many friends, um, always wanting readings, but I hadn't really charged uh, for my services up until a few years ago. And um, I remember coming to a psychic fair that you were organising and you... And I said, I'll come along, but I just want to watch you read tarot, Leslie. I just want to see how you do it, how you act with the public and all of these things. And then you actually threw me in at the deep end and made me do mediumship readings and psychic readings for the public. And I have to really thank you for that because I have just sailed forth on that with that and really enjoyed it. And I wouldn't have made you do it if I thought you couldn't do it. Yeah, but no, it was good. It yes. was really, really good. Sometimes you just have to be thrown in. Yeah, and I really remember that. I remember reading for this woman at that time and she wanted a mediumship reading. I was a bit nervous because I'd never given a mediumship reading to the public before. I'd given loads of tarot readings and psychic readings. That was fine. But And I remember she sat down and I said, I had her grandfather and I said, he's showing me all these pigs. There's a whole collection of different pigs, different shapes, different sizes. And she said, yeah, that's my, my grandfather and I, I used to give him a pig every time it was his birthday or something and he had a whole collection of them. It was extraordinary and I was like, wow, I can do this. See, sometimes you feel like you've got to keep giving information and to get it validated and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just have to say a couple of bits that are, might be um, totally irrelevant to us but really relevant to the, to the person that's sitting there. So... Sometimes you don't have to break your neck trying to give so much information. After all, it's only just to prove they're still about. Yeah, exactly. So just before we finish then, Leslie, um, tell me a little bit about yourself and your own, where your interests lie within this psychic field at the moment. So I know that um, yourself and myself and people um, that we know in our friendship group in the psychic world are all undergoing continual training because you can never just finish you can never just be like i'm qualified now and i'm off i would be dead then <laughs> yeah we're always trying to develop our skills and take it to the next level and see what else is out there so um for me this year for instance i'm focusing on two things i'm focusing on um the trance connection um which i'll go through and talk about in another podcast so I'm focusing on the trance connection and I'm also focusing personally on past life regression and how we can take somebody to um, life between lives to meet their loved ones in the spirit world. That is where my interests lie for 2020. And that's the kind of work that I'm going to be doing and reporting back on. Um, how about yourself? Where are you? Where are you this year in your development personally? Um, like you say, we never stop learning. We never know it all. Um, now I, I, I do healing, I do, I've done a bit of trance, I'm a bit of a control freak though, when they come so close I, I fight it a bit so I'm, I'm, I don't, I like watching it rather than um, getting too involved in the trance um, but I do like it and I do love to sit in a seance and um, as long as I'm not the one sitting in the box. <laughs> but um but my real passion is the mediumship i just i just drive to get it right get it better um and get more stuff and i'm always working on something and when i'm doing readings i'm always saying to my clients 
bear with me, I'm working on this. So just to get that, uh, you know, like what day did they pass? What time did they pass? Something extra. Oh, and I do say to my circle, always reach for that extra bit of information. You know, don't don't ever think, oh, I've got enough. But just just go for it. Go for that other bit. Don't matter if they say no, you know. They may say yes, it may be the, you know, the one nugget of information that is brilliant. So that's where my passion lies, is getting as good as I can be. Mm, that's fantastic. That. And I know that you are continually reading for clients, are yep. you not? So if anybody wants a private reading with you, Leslie Malone uh, is uh, can be found on Facebook, I believe. Yep. Leslie Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E. And... Um, if finally, if somebody wanted, I know your development circle is uh, closed and that you're not taking anybody else into your circle at the moment. Um, but if somebody who's listening to this podcast wanted to find a development circle in the area in which they live, how would they go about doing that, Leslie? Oh, well, that's a question. Um, I would say if you are looking for a mentor or somebody that's going to help you on your path, Check out their background. Find where they come from. Where did they learn? Who taught them? Because there's so many out there that have either just declared themselves a psychic medium or they've done a little bit of, you know, a bit here and there. So you'll want to know where they've come from and who taught them. Because if you get taught and you haven't had a good teaching, it's, you know, you, you need to you need to have the good teaching. So... I would very, very much check out where they come from. Excellent. And do they continue to um, move on themselves and keep learning? So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a very, very good point because you do want to teach, you do want to learn from mm. people who know what they're talking mm. about. And I will always tell everyone my background, where I've been, what I've done, um, who's taught me what, and, and everything. And, and if they can't give you that, I wouldn't go there. Yeah, great. Leslie, thank you so much You're for talking welcome. to me. We're going to go down now and we're going to talk to some of the ladies and gentlemen who attend your circle and uh, see how they are getting along and what they're learning and uh, just hear it from their point of view. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. <laughs> OK, so here we are at uh, Leslie Malone's circle and we've got David who's going to demonstrate some mediumship for us. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> right, um... As I step forward, I have a lady with me. Um, this lady gives me the feeling that she would have been a very bubbly lady. She would have been um, the lady of the family, the woman that would have been in charge. She was the home that everyone came back to. Um, <clears throat> I want to give this lady in her 60s somewhere. I want to go 60. Alrighty, so Dave, that was a bit of pressure there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Demonstrating mediumship with a barking dog, a barking storm dog, outside, storm about eight or nine people staring at you and a big red microphone under your nose. So it was a bit of pressure. But how, how did you feel with that uh, demonstration you just gave? Um, could have given more information. I think you always um, look at what you've given out and think afterwards... Perhaps I should have done this. Perhaps I should have gone that way. The information may have not been as much as what I'd like to go in depth. Yeah, of course. And, and with all the added pressures as well, I don't think it's very easy demonstrating mediumship with a microphone under your nose. But um, 
Tell me, how long have you been coming to Leslie Circle and why did you join and what are you, what are you, um, I guess, what are you getting out of it? What, what is it you're learning here and how is it panning out for you in your development? Um, I think I've known Leslie about 10 years. Um, we met through a friend of ours. Um, Leslie looked at me and went, I can do things with you. <laughs> I went, oh yeah. Um, she went, nope, I'm going to turn you into a psychic. And of course, um, I've never been sceptic because um, all the way through my past, I've we've had housing with dogs and that, and they'll sit at the bottom of the stairs and they'll bark upstairs and we've had clocks that jump and all this sort of stuff. It's just a natural thing that goes on with our family. So, yeah, I did believe, but actually doing stuff myself, no, I didn't think it was ever possible. But, yeah, started with Leslie. Taught me how to sit in the power, um, to meditate, and just to put my light on and go up there. Sat for weeks and weeks and nothing happened at all. And then all of a sudden I had a face. I had my eyes closed and there was a face in front of me looking at me and it was a face I did not recognise didn't know and yeah that was it that's how it all started wow and so with the appearance of that face that first time and then you've come back and are you refining your techniques or how is Leslie teaching you to develop here um we used to teach down uh Leslie used to teach down in Chesson then she came up here which is closer to where I live I sort of followed Leslie about wherever she goes at the moment. Um, I now help Leslie in part of the teaching. Um, I enjoy the teaching. I enjoy the mediumship, um, the tarot, the psychic. Um, Everything that Leslie's taught me, um, I help now to pass on to other people. And this is part of what I enjoy. But as learning myself, I've become a lot mellower a lot calmer a lot more um at peace with myself um i was quite a a ragey person before and especially at work where you know it just any little thing would send me over the edge and i was quite um yeah a bit of a rage but yeah i've calmed down a lot now so it just gives you that inner peace I think I'm more drawn to the healing than anything else. Um, But yeah, I like to do the healing. Rahani, Reiki. um, We've done, I've done crystal healing as well. So yeah, I'm sort of like, I'm now spreading my skills as in taking on lots of different things. But I like to read a lot as well. So I don't just take everything for granted of what it is. I'll read lots of background books and lots of stuff in depth to get. You take what you want to take out of it. What you don't feel comfortable with or what you don't like, you can just leave behind and you can take the bits that you feel comfortable with and that do suit yourself. And everyone has a different way of looking at things. So So it seems like the joining a development circle for you has made a big difference in your life in many, many different ways. Yes, I think um, it settled me down, it's calmed me a lot. Um, I found a lot of ways of making um, an interest in what I like 
and then going into it more in depth so and it's not just one part of it you can go off in lots of little different ways lots of little different roads that you can follow and they all come back to the development of um psychic mediumship development spiritualism um i think it it there is loads of different things you can get into and it draws you in and you learn more and yeah i think it just makes you a calmer more relaxed person okay so uh stuart white is with me and stuart is part of leslie malone's development circle and stuart tell us a little bit about your development here how long have you been coming and what sort of things have you learned and how has it benefited you um i've been coming here since the end of last year Uh, sorry since i get confused for the this is the second year i've been coming here i came here a few years ago uh, originally um to learn table reading skills but and then i went off and did that for several years and I've returned to Leslie Circle to further my mediumship development uh, platform developed with her, which has been very good. I've learned a lot, been taught a lot and met some new contacts here and everything. So it's been very good. When you say you've learned a lot, for people that are listening to this podcast, they may not necessarily have ever been to a development circle. So how does how does one learn mediumship and how have you learned to be better at it? Well, it's the techniques um, disseminating between psychic ability and being a medium. Um, a lot of, uh, not all sort of mainly famous mediums, but uh, there's a lot of people that are out there that say, I am a medium, but actually it's mainly psychic ability. They're demonstrating evidence. They are not going up into the spirit world and connecting to people that have passed. Um, and there's a certain way to do that, push your energy up into the universe that's why i do and connect and that's how i get the spirits and usually i see them almost on a wheel it's really strange with these people and then one comes forward and then i will connect to that spirit and then i will start conveying a message and see who i can connect to in the audience going back to it's more about i, I came back to do the, the mediumship development uh, which i have i've done a couple two or three dems with the group uh, one the last one was in front of about 60 people 50 60 people for charity which i really enjoyed um once I was up there, I wasn't nervous. I loved it. I had a difficult, it was quite a difficult audience that night. And so I got one spirit, no, next spirit, no. And I kept going and going. And the fourth one, I struck gold, the lady at the back. I'm sure that the spirits were there, but people don't recognize, you know, or tune in or listen. You know, the, the, the fourth one, I got this lady's father and I said all the stuff about him and how he passed and the message and it was and I got a round of applause as anybody else would but I did it I I got it and I really enjoyed that so much so again from personal development side of things um, I'm very very happy with her teaching Um, she's a very good teacher I enjoy the company the people that come to the circle Uh, um, some people come to circle for for um, the social sort of life it's not really for me to socialize it's purely to advance myself and learn which i have done so i'm I'm very very pleased with it i've known leslie before uh, a few years ago i came Um, i I can't remember why i think it was i went because the job day job i had i couldn't uh come i was doing really late hours i was doing really late hours working to eight o'clock at night and i was just like it's too much for me to drive from where i was to here 
Um, but Can again, I ask what your day job is? At the moment, I'm a vehicle inspector. So I, I inspect um, very expensive cars. Um, and what do you tell people that you are also a psychic medium in your spare time, or do you keep that quiet? Uh, no, I tell people. Some people um, who are closed-minded, I don't bother saying anything. But at work where I am now, um, it seems to be more females, ladies that are more far more open to this than males. It's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. There is one of the guys there, an older gentleman, he's actually psychic. There's two people on the site that are psychic, funny enough. Uh, one of them doesn't want anybody to know, but he spoke to me and done some stuff with me. And another guy doesn't really do a lot with it, but he is, you know, he's quiet, yeah. And we've talked a lot about stuff, but they don't. these two gentlemen don't tell anybody else, but they know I am and they talk to me about it. Amazing, all these covert psychics at work. So um, finally then, you are um, going to be coming to Leslie Malone's in 2020. And what what is it you're going to be trying to develop this year for yourself, your personal interest? Um, Really, it's just going to be pure mediumship for me. Um, I'm not really... um, I mean, you know, trance mediumship, I respect all those. That's not me. You know, we've done that before in the group. I've just sat back and watched it because it's just not something that particularly appeals to me. But I still come to the circle. Um, if there's any other psychic things going on, as every week she seems to come up with something new, then of course I do it because I like it's good to do. You know, it's all expanding your connection to spirit and your knowledge. Um, but um, it's going to be mediumship because I want to eventually be professional full time, you know like someone like Tony Stockwell going around having the theatres, that's what I want to do, and write books. That's my ambition. I'm not too old to do it. You can do that at any age. You know, rock star, forget it. You know, sand medium, yes, you can do it. You can do it. But be a good one. You know, like she says, as we've said earlier, a lot of people, um, they're not trained well, um, and they don't. It's a lot of it psychic stuff. They're not really doing mediumship. They're just giving evidence and moving to the next one. And I've learned that here, you know, very strongly because Leslie, I think she was taught by Tony, wasn't she, Tony? So well, yes, she was. So yes. she's a really great training background from it. So, and I would know if it wasn't listening to what people say to me. I listen and go, yeah, but she knows what she's talking about. So, um, I feel I'm in good hands, and uh, and she she's a taskmaster, and makes pushes us to do it, which you know you have to do it if you want to do something. You're going to have to do the groundwork few years before I did all this sort of stuff but I was determined to do it and I got my certificate and you know for doing it so because I really so I love this stuff this is great but I found that once I'd done the psychology stuff once I started opening myself up to this and using my ability I didn't need that anymore because you just know what's wrong or you can help people without looking at a textbook you know because you are reading the energy you don't understand what i'm coming from that, yeah of course you? of course yeah. yeah sure well thank you so much for joining us on psychic matters and i wish you all the very best for the coming year and for your goal of being in all the theaters in the uk and beyond thank you very much Anne. it's been a pleasure so i'm now with sabine and sabine has been coming to leslie's circle for quite some time so sabine how are you getting on well i have to say i absolutely love it um Every week we come, there's always a new challenge. We always, I think it's nice comforting with a group of people that are very like-minded because you have 
the help from other people as well as you can give the help and things like that as well. Um, I've come on a lot. I mean, I've been out doing it with Leslie for two years now and I still sit there and think, I can't do it, I can't do it. But you get so much confidence and pointing in the right direction and things that you should do and you shouldn't do and the confidence and everything else. Four years, I think, I've been coming um, and I wouldn't have ever thought I'd be out doing it in public or anything without Leslie and the group and everything. If you muck up, it's not a problem. So you know and you learn your lessons and you see what other people and watching other people develop and everything else and having the constant feedback from everyone. So you know where to progress, you know where you're struggling with, you know what you want to do and things that you don't want to do. Or even if you come in and you're not sure, you've got lots of different people to help you get over hurdles and everything else. So I just, for me to be able to get up and do a dem which two years ago, there's no way I would have been able to do it, to actually go and do tarot card readings or mediumship with one-to-one. would never thought I'd be able to do it. But it's still lovely to keep coming back every week and still learn new things or challenge yourself. I quite like helping other people as well, so being able to give my bit of influence to other people and seeing them then develop with things or giving different perspective is brilliant. I love it. Absolutely love it. That's fantastic. And you, of course, gave me a fantastic tarot card reading not so very long ago. Do you remember when Leslie set an exercise and you had to call me and give me the reading? That was so scary. (laughs) It was really scary. I think the hardest thing was is just knowing that it can be done, but never having to do it. And you sit there and you think, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. But actually being able to do it and think what was I so worried about? And I think it was lovely having you as well because you give me a bit of a confidence boost because I know a little bit of you. I've met you once or twice briefly before. So rather than having a complete stranger, that was lovely. And I knew that you would give honest feedback as well. Um, But yeah, it was just really scary, the build-up to it. It was, oh, I've got to do it, I've got to do it. But it was brilliant to actually be proved wrong to say, people say, oh, no, it can't be done. Well, Actually, yes, I've done it. (laughs) It was brilliant. Loved it. Yeah, well, you were brilliant and you picked up on some incredible things. So, Sabine, cast your mind back four years. You say you've been coming here four years, but go back four years and beyond. Where were you at the time? What made you come to the group? What made you, how did you find it? You know, how did you physically know it was on? That's really weird because it was through a mutual friend of mine who. She met Leslie on a, um, it was a a carnival day. So she was doing the crystals and doing readings. And she got talking to Leslie, was talking about crystals, got quite a buzz. I've always been into witchcraft and things like that as well. So I've always had an interest in things. And my friend started to come and she said, well, why don't you come? Because she knew I was into it and everything else. And it was through her that she asked Leslie if I could come. And yeah, I haven't I haven't stopped since. And I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for Leslie either. And yeah, I just, I'm a different person with what it is as well. My confidence in myself is amazing because I can just think, do you know what? You be who you want to be. And being here and being able to do that as well is lovely. So if you can find a circle that has got the group of people that we have, it's brilliant it's like a fa- another family what a lovely answer that's so nice we're we're like a family that's mm. 
there must be very different sort of circles that meet across the UK and I wonder how they all are in terms of I don't know how friendly they are I suppose and Mm. are they as friendly as this one and I'm sure they are I'm sure there's many fantastic Mm. teachers out there and fantastic circles um so what what are your plans then for this year Sabine you're now tarot reading you're doing mediumship readings are you doing healing as well I've got to do my case studies for my crystal healing I'm also Rahani in tuned as well so I want to get out and do some more healing this year. I've had circumstances, I've a building work at home, so I can't do it at home as of yet. So, But that's now finished. And getting out and about and, and doing a lot more regarding doing um, like pampered evenings and actually going out and doing it myself rather than relying on other people to find them and actually going out and doing more private readings and things like that. That's my goal for this year. So to actually get out a bit more. <laughs> And uh, has anything um, has anything strange happened around you since you started this work energetically, or have you found any synchronicities or any interesting things that have occurred around? I I notice more things. I do notice. Um, before coming here, I was very close to my granddad, and an absolute emotional wreck. He'd been gone quite a few years, and I couldn't even mention his name. Obviously coming here and him coming through I would just bore my eyes out um but now I can cope with it I know he's around my nan's recently passed and once one comes through the other one comes through um I notice a lot with my friends that have um things going bump in the house or stuff and I'm like oh I can yeah you've got so-and-so in here but I think the biggest thing is actually being able to read people and get more honest opinions of people so it's actually knowing it's not judging the book by the cover, but it's knowing who to be wary of and who not to be wary of and following that gut instinct that we all have. So that's the biggest thing that I've noticed is actually listening to myself thinking, actually, that's fine, that's not fine, and being a little bit more challenging for myself as well to be able to say, yes, I can do things, not sit in the corner and go, no, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, and I think in this work that that is the most important thing to to trust and understand your own intuition and your own soul self and know how you operate and know how your energy interacts with the world and with people around you and trusting what you pick up from others i think that's i think that's the crux of the, all of this work mm, very very much so i'm very much more a level person with doing meditation and things like that now i'm very much more relaxed than i ever was i can take not the stress of life I suppose because we all suffer from it but I know how to handle it more now I don't get so I still get emotional with things but I don't get as highly strung or I don't drop of a hat ball my eyes out with things so I have the confidence to be able to know yes you can step back a little bit and things and really the grounding side of things and actually being able to see things with a different light now more as well and like I say trusting that inner judgment that we were all born with that inner instinct and actually learning to listen to that more has got me out of a lot of sticks we stay with people so it helps in that respect as well so definitely fantastic Sabine thank you very much for coming and talking to me on Psychic Matters and I wish you all the very very best with your development over the next little while thank you very much it's lovely talking to you again Ali 
a very big thank you to all of you Psychic Matters listeners. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I really do hope that you enjoyed the episode and in fact, all the episodes so far. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button because next week we're going to be talking about one of the first exercises I always teach my students, which is sitting in the power. I'll be discussing how important it is to have an awareness of the power within and how you can slow down the mind and develop a deep friendship and relationship with that power in order to enter into the stillness where impressions from the spirit world can be received and can manifest. So don't miss it. It's the foundation stone of all mediumship. Please know that I'm here to help you, so do get in touch if there's anything you feel you need help with. And I would still love to hear your suggestions for any topics that you want me to explore in this podcast as it goes forward. Do head over to my website, anteato.com, A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O.com, and you can contact me there, or do head over to the Psychic Matters podcast group Facebook page and you can leave a message for me there and indeed interact with each other. So I really appreciate your time in this oh so busy world and I really do appreciate your support for this podcast. If you know of anyone who you think might be interested in this subject matter please do share this with them and if you're enjoying things so far I'd really appreciate you leaving me a review. Many thanks if you have already done that. And if you haven't as yet, and you're finding this podcast helpful, please do take the time to leave me a review because I would be so very grateful for that. Have a fantastic week, everyone. I hope that everything really goes well for you this week. Until next time, my name is Anteato, and thank you for listening to Psychic.